Hi, I'm Brian. And I'm Caitlin. And you're listening to our weekly podcast where we break down the biggest, boldest, and most iconic moments in pop culture. This is Incredibly Incredibly Iconic. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Incredibly Iconic podcast, episode 17. Hey, guys. We have a fun main topic for you. We kind of came up with it on the last podcast last time. Yeah, we're going to be talking about some of our celebrity encounters and people that we have met over the years. My list far exceeds Caitlin's, but today we're going to talk about... That felt like shade. I mean... It's not. It's it's like it's not anything to brag not about. Shade. I mean, it's not shade, but it is. But the way you said it was like my list far exceeds Caitlin's. It's not shade. It's literally facts. Okay. But we're gonna focus on some of the celebrities that me and Caitlin have met together, and just the stories around them because they're crazy. And honestly, I feel like I'm gonna be like recounting them as we go through them because some of them are just like suppressed memories. Yeah. Um, But in addition to that, we have some honestly just like Kardashian and Housewives news to get through in the beginning because not much happened this week. Yeah, I felt like this week was crazy for myself personally. I don't feel like anything news wise was like crazy. Yeah, I feel like we say that every week, like, oh, not a lot happened this week. But truly this week, we honestly mean it when we say not a lot happened this week. But one thing that did happen, apparently today or yesterday, I don't it know. It was like maybe during Easter weekend. I didn't catch it. But my favorite thing is people saying that like MJ is going to be cut from the family. Yeah. So, you know, the Kardashians love to have their photoshopped Instagram moments. God forbid you post anything without a filter or without a face tune. And over the weekend, I guess, MJ, their grandmother sweet little MJ. <laughs> she snapped a photo of Chloe. I get, I think they were all in Palm Springs or something for Easter weekend. And she snapped a photo of Chloe by the pool, unedited, unfiltered, and posted it after Chloe had already posted a photo in the same outfit, full edit, full everything. And apparently now the Kardashians team is trying to scour the internet to get rid of this photo. Which is just so stupid and silly. Like, I would just be sitting down and talking to my sister and be like, that is what you look like. You can't portray everything different on Instagram. Like, yeah, maybe if you have a pimple, use Facetune. But girls go overboard sometimes where they don't even look like the same person. And Chloe, I actually thought looked very beautiful in the unedited photo looks so natural and I loved it. It was realistic and she looked great, but it's amazing how much with the Photoshop photo, how different she looks like her nose is different. And the fact is you can't hide that forever because the weirdest thing is I think I'm not sure if Brian and I talked about it on the podcast where we talked about it off the podcast, but I also talked about it with someone else where on the show, they're clearly like filtering people now putting like a filter on the video lens or in editing because everyone looks different on the show now but it's like they're photoshopping videos now if that yeah, makes it's sense. so wild i mean obviously over the past several months chloe's photos have drawn so much attention because she literally doesn't look like the same person in any of them it's so weird i don't know i don't know i mean i get it they have to uphold this image they have to keep that alive or whatever but i mean i thought she looked fine in the in the 
in the original photo that they're trying to get taken she down. She looked beautiful and that's what she looks like and she should embrace that because her daughter it won't be able to have surgery for years because let's be real, all the kids in that family, and I know Shade turned surgery. I think it's amazing. But like your daughter is going to have some of your natural elements and you are just showing a lot of insecurity when I think it could be like such a confidence moment. I don't know. It's insane. I just would not want to be the clown on the internet because that's what she's become with Tristan, with herself now. It's just embarrassing. I don't get it. The photo's fine. Good luck trying to get it taken down. Everyone's seen it. I've seen so many TikToks of people talking about it already, saying that they're going to kick MJ out of the family, which is not going to happen. But sweet old old lady, she doesn't know any better. In other Kardashian news, for anybody who cares, Kim Kardashian officially became a billionaire this week. Her net worth exceeded, exceeded Caitlyn. Her previous years, which was a 780 million, and she is now officially a billionaire. And they get the valuation from her two companies, KKW Beauty and Skims. And yeah, I mean, good for her, whatever. Are we celebrating rich people, Caitlin? During a pandemic? No. However, I will say, I don't even know if I believe it. Because remember, Kylie got hers like revoked. Yeah. And they said sketchy things were going on. And then when they kind of like tried to investigate further, they weren't communicating with them anymore. So allegedly she was they were turning in like fake documents or something and it wasn't actually real. I think they're all shady. Honestly, like there's moments where I'm like, yeah, they do. They have done a good job for something. And I'm like, you give credit where credit's due. But most of the time, I don't really like them. I think that a lot of them do awful things and continue to do stuff. They're like TikTokers where they're annoying in ways where they keep doing awful things to people and causing more harm in society sometimes. I mean, you know, trickle-down economics is not a real thing. So <laughs> people that believe in that, it's it's not going to happen. There's just all these people hoarding wealth. It's crazy. It's not even economics, but it's just like pulling strings. And like the Kardashians have really changed the face for girls and beauty, and think about how many people want bigger lips like I want bigger lips like bigger lips have become a thing and just like how Chloe is editing her photos like you get this unrealistic beauty standard and while that has been there they're not helping they're hugely being a part of the problem and I just don't appreciate that and in addition to these two companies apparently she Kim filed trademarks recently for a skincare line called skin s-k-k-n by kim it's a clever name but i mean i feel like it'll be very similar to uh kylie skin which is kind of just trash but who knows kim kim sort of has like a higher end brand i would say so maybe it will be better and apparently chris jenner's like ready to launch one any day now too so three skincare lines from the same family who's are you supposed to use none honestly because if you think about it, if you're getting your hands in multiple pots, are you really learning about every single thing? Like truly caring about the quality that goes into it? Probably not. You want it to at least get good reviews and have some type of quality, but like you probably don't care as long as you can cut costs for manufacturing it. I feel like we talk about the Kardashians every week, but also Do our we? next topic... It's usually because they're always in the news, but also our next topic we also talk about every week, 
honestly, all of our intro topics we talk about every single week. So it really was a slow week. Nothing happened. Yeah, it just, ugh, it's so annoying when something doesn't happen. But one thing that we can consistently count on is Taylor Swift being psychotic. And in the middle of this week, everybody knows that Fearless, Taylor's version, is coming out this Friday. And we still hadn't had the official track list. So in the middle of this week, she decided to release an anagram video from the vault and she just put it out there and she said, solve it expert level. I saw that shit and I said, I'll let somebody else do it because I don't have the time. It took like 15 minutes for people. I know it was so quick, but I knew they would do it. I, I have so much faith in the Swifties, but we got the full track listing. We know all of the six vault songs. One of them is featuring Keith Urban, and I'm just so excited for this album now. Yeah, I listened to a lot of the demos back in the day, and she's releasing We Were Happy, and I'm very happy about that personally. I love that one. There's some that I don't really remember, but I'm sure I did listen to. Honestly, no shade to Miss Swift. However, the demos aren't that great in general and I'm not super excited for them. I am excited for the re-recordings to see if there's any changes for some just like album songs instead of singles. Like if something sounds different or she made it a different way or she's re-recording every single song the same. Well, I think that was kind of the point. She was supposed to be staying extremely true to the originals in every way possible to defer people from listening to the older versions. But I mean, we saw what happened when Love Story came out the original also skyrocketed up the charts too because everybody's probably comparing the two and listening to them back and forth and being like what's different what's not and i think the same thing is going to happen unfortunately with this release everyone's going to stream the old fearless which sucks because then that's supporting the enemy well if i think if she would have just dropped them all at once i don't know if that would necessarily happen but she is creating a big hype around each album and it feels like a lot of Taylor Swift at once. And that's coming from a Taylor Swift fan. I would just rather she kind of just dropped it all at once or like within week, one week's fearless, the next one's red, like type stuff. Well, I think they're going to happen pretty quickly. I think they're all going to be out probably for the most part, except reputation by the end of this year. I really don't think she's going to spend much time in each era just because we're still in a pandemic. There's really not much you can do. Also, they're not new songs. So it's like, it's not debuting brand new material to the world, like a whole album with 20 new songs on it, like we got with Folklore and Evermore. And I mean, she kind of zoomed through those two eras really quickly, too. So I don't suspect that she'll spend much time in Fearless before we get another album announcement. Yeah, maybe it's just I feel like unless there isn't any differences, you know, it's like we talked about sometimes in concert, she makes the song kind of sounds like that era that she's currently in or just like changes it up for herself and I don't know like I'm just like not hyped up about these re-records I'm like okay if I like I do own already own the albums if I wanted to listen to Fearless I would listen to Fearless I just really love listening to Folklore and Evermore because they're new and I do have appreciation for older songs but it's only like when I'm like in the mood to listen to them I'm excited for more albums over Fearless, like Red, Speak Now, and 1989 especially. But, like, honestly, I don't really care about self-titled. I keep seeing people saying, watch everybody stand self-titled after the re-recordings come out. Well, I love self-titled. 
I honestly think Fearless might be my least favorite album. So maybe that's why, like, starting with Fearless, I'm like, okay, girl. And I'm just not hyped. Sorry. It's fine. You're still going to stream and she's still (laughs) going to get your coin. That's true. (laughs) Friday, Fearless, Taylor's version is released. And yeah, I'm excited. Next up, let's skip right to all the Housewives stuff before we get into our celebrity encounter moments. Caitlin, do you want to talk about this first one? I think Brian wants to talk about this first one because Caitlin doesn't have the notes on this first one. Okay. The first one was that today, actually, Andy Cohen announced that they're working on a special Watch What Happens Live episode with some of the kids from the series from different cities. And Caitlin sent this to me. I'm pulling it up right now just to see all the kids. The people who you are going to be on it. Me. Oh, I did. Okay. Well, I found <laughs> it. Brielle Bierman, Riley Burris, Frank Catania, Brianna Culberson, Gia Judice, Victoria Deliceps, The Manzos. Oh, Brooks Marks is going to be on it. I didn't even see his name at first. Avery, Noel, a ton of kids are going to be on Watch What Happens Live. And I, I sent it to Caitlin and I immediately said, then stop saying don't talk about my kids on the show they love to use that as an excuse anytime the kids are brought up don't talk about my kids don't talk about my family they're off limits yeah and another thing is on twitter people like don't talk about the kids or the housewives be like don't talk about my kids on like social media like hitting back at people that are like annoyed because a lot of people were annoyed by brooks on salt lake city and i just want to say sorry all the kids that just sign up for this are beyond fair game and if your kid ever had a confessional they're fair game too i understand some kids are at an event that you're hosting and it's a family and you're the obviously the star of real housewives so like i kind of think the kids off limit then but you're on limits now if you signed up for this show and if you've ever had a confessional. Yeah, and I get it for some of the younger kids because, I mean, some of these series or some of these cities have been going on for 10 plus years, like New York and Atlanta has been going on for a long time. So those kids were really young when it all started, like Luann and Ramona's kids. They were very young when it all started. So I get that when they were super young, but for the most part, a lot of them are adults now and especially with salt lake city like brooks he was prominently featured in several of the episodes he had the fashion show and he was in a lot of the episodes and it was very clear his he knew his mom was doing real housewives and came home for that like didn't just like take a year off for college like it also felt like promotion i mean beyond the fashion show before we even had that when he first started talking i "I took a year off and i'm focusing on fashion i was like okay you took a year off because your mom's on a show and you know how much a lot of people love Real Housewives. So you're like, I can get a fan base from this. I don't know. I just think it brings up a whole conversation of the kids and the kids being off limits and stuff. But yeah, I that's where I stand on it. I think that if they're in the show at all, that they're fair game. Yeah. Well, personally, I'm not saying if they're in the show at all, that they're fair game. I'm thinking if they've had a confessional like Brooks did and some children have had confessional moments before on other shows and if they have signed up for the Bravo kids type specialty you're fair game now you are sorry you just have allowed yourself to be like criticized on social media because there is people especially there are a lot of moms out there that love watching Real Housewives and will be like yeah we're not gonna talk about the kids like I agree on that but the gloves just came off there's no time for these excuses anymore like when you put yourself out there and choose that life you accept the criticism i don't watch watch what happens live 
so I, I'm wondering how this is going to play out. Like, are they going to be all there in person? Because it's a lot of people and that studio is kind of small. So I wonder if it's going to be virtual or what it's going to be like. But I'm sure I'll see clips from it. It'll be interesting to see for sure. Beyond that, people have been waiting for the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills trailer. I guess like some people had the assumption that it was going to come out today. It didn't. And I keep seeing like tweets about like waiting for it. And hopefully we'll get that very soon because usually maybe a couple weeks after New York starts, we get Beverly Hills and we're getting towards that time frame. And we're all hoping our girl Sutton gets a diamond. She deserves it. And she has always understood the assignment. (laughs) She's always understood it. I mean, I think I've said this before, but I was not a fan of Sutton when she was first introduced in the show. But now she's literally become one of my favorites. I really, really hope that she is a lead cast member this season. It's so funny because Brian had seen the first episode or two before I did. Because I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize it was back on. And we both didn't like Sutton at first, but I liked Sutton a lot before Brian did. And I was like, come on, like she's at least contributing to the show. Like she's helping with drama. She's helping doing stuff. She's funny. Like I like her. And I was like, I don't understand it. So I'm glad that he loves her now. And you obviously know that we've been in a pandemic for a year because around the start of the pandemic last time was when the last season of Beverly Hills was starting. And that was also when I was starting my binge of the entire season or the entire series because I caught up with the current season, I think when they were starting the reunion or maybe the last couple of episodes. Yeah, wow, time flies. And then what will be starting next, Potomac? I'm not sure because Potomac started like in late summer, I want to say. Yeah, I think. I mean, it, it probably right. will be the next one. But I'm trying to think because Atlanta is about to end and New Jersey's on right now. And then I think Dallas is on right now, but we still we haven't watched that. Yeah, it probably will be Potomac. Wow. Exciting. Maybe, Exciting year. maybe Salt Lake City, which brings us into our next topic. I can't believe that we all, all the Housewives fans got their commemorative law degrees this year <laughs> or this week. And... I was listening to my friend's podcast that just came out about the Jen Shaw episode, and they said that you have to start using the word allegedly for all this stuff. And I honestly forget to do that sometimes when we're talking about accusations. Well, to be fair, we didn't say anything. We just said she was arrested. True. We were literally reading right from the article. So sue them, not us, please. We can't afford it. Yeah. So anything we say about Jen, we have to say allegedly. Well, I think this is fact, but Bravo has said that they will put out as much as they can legally. So a lot of things were caught on film during that moment that she was arrested. So they plan on addressing it as much as they can legally. Yeah. And I feel like we all know what that means. We're going to get our hopes up and it's literally going to, I'm like, I wonder if they're going to be able to show, because apparently they were filming when she got arrested. I wonder if they're even going to be able to show any of that, or if it's just going to cut to like a black screen with a, with a title card that says something about it. Well, from what I read, she allegedly, allegedly, (laughs) her husband called her to give her a heads up because they showed up at the house first to arrest her. And she made up a lie and was like, oh yeah, my husband, I have a family emergency, like something's happened. So she leaves and like, I guess is allegedly on the run. 
And (laughs) they come to where the cast was currently at filming the rest of the girls. And they film the moment with the police there attempting to arrest her. So from what I understand, I don't know if they actually filmed her being arrested, but they definitely filmed the moment of her trying to leave and the moment of the police showing up there and speaking with all the other girls. Apparently people were talking, allegedly, not apparently, (laughs) allegedly people were saying that she might have been tipped off prior to that. Prior to her husband calling her? Yeah. During, well, while the whole thing was happening, like while she was leaving, the reason she left was because of that, I guess, maybe he got tipped tipped off. off. That's being tipped off because she called and said her husband, her her husband was telling her that they were there. That's tipping oh, off. Well, then there you go. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I finally finished Salt Lake City this week. So watching it now with all this information about Jen Shaw, it's crazy, honestly, because I mean, she's insane on the show, but like just with this information, it's so funny hearing her talk about her business and literally nobody understanding what she's even talking about. Nobody understands what she does. And so now I think we've all come to the conclusion that if you don't understand a housewife's business, it's probably a scam. Which a lot of them have scams, which is very disappointing. Yeah, I mean, we could get into that a, a whole nother time. Allegedly they have scams because they're going to sue us for saying that. But <laughs> another thing is she's just posting on Instagram like it's normal, oh reposting things that are like free, Jen Shaw and... What else has she posted? When like her- the truth comes out, then you'll see. Like, I'm, I'm so glad I'm finally seeing who my true friends are. Yeah. Are you, the FBI doesn't lie. They're not lying about this. This has been an investigation for a long time. Four of the twelve people involved have already pleaded guilty. You're not getting out of this. Yeah, and she was like posting about getting her hair done, like afterwards, and then something about like. Her designer like was like thinking about all my dresses being locked up or like, maybe they're like away for evidence. I'm not sure. And then another funny thing is she had her court case set up, I guess, to discuss like the legality of things going on. And the first court case is scheduled now for this upcoming October. But Wendy Williams got on the Zoom meeting. I guess that was like public information or maybe it just leaked. And so many Bravo fans got on there attempting no, to hear. Usually those hearings like are open. I think or if open? you have the okay. password or something, if you can get on. But I, I've seen a couple court cases from last year that people were able to get on to. I guess that's a that's a public thing because I'm pretty sure most court hearings are open to the public too. So I think that is something that has to be open to the public, but it got to the point where she couldn't even get on herself. Yeah. Because everyone was breaking in there to listen to it, including Wendy Williams, which is just funny to me. So we'll see what happens with that. I will say I'm super excited for the season. Hope it's not let down. Bravo usually finds a fun way to edit things anyways. Hope it's not a letdown. I hope Beverly Hills isn't a letdown either. Well, it usually is a letdown because the girls don't want to talk about themselves and their tea and their real drama. And Sutton, like I said, she understands the assignment because she's the one that's bothering Erica about her stuff. On to our fun topic about celebrities that we've met. I'm excited about this. I honestly have to start compiling like a full list of people and so I can start to recount the scenarios in our heads. But this is like making a list of people you've slept with. Oh my God. That's so inappropriate. Allegedly slept with. (laughs) That I allegedly slept with. (laughs) So honestly, I wish I could tell you how I started this. I really do. I don't even know how I got so good at it. But let's 
flashback to, I think the year was 2013 because I was in my senior high school musical at the time. Yes. Okay. Little Mix was coming to America for their first ever promo tour. They were doing like a radio tour and they were going to a bunch of radio stations and doing a ton of press for their first album or maybe just their first single wings. I'm not even sure. Anyway, they were coming to Baltimore. They were coming to a radio station and it was super hard to get meet and greets. It was super hard to get into any of them. I think they were going to a few. So I said, let's try and find them outside of the radio station because I know it's going to be mobbed. I know it's going to be super hard to meet them. So me, Caitlin, and my two friends from high school, I somehow found out their flight information. I was just searching on Twitter and I found this paparazzi guy from Washington, D.C. who he photographed a lot of people who would come into D.C. and Baltimore for concerts and just people who would like land at both of those airports. And I think I like reached out to him and I said, hey, we're really big fans of Little Mix. We wanted to try and meet them. Do you know any information about their flight? And I think he's the one that actually told me what time they were landing. So somehow we convinced one of my friend's moms to drive us to the Baltimore airport and wait there for them to come out of the terminal. And to our shock, we were not the only ones there. There was a lot of paparazzi there. I think we were the only fans there, but we definitely weren't the only people waiting for them. Yeah, we definitely were the only fans, but there was like a lot of paparazzi, which is so weird because this isn't New York or LA. I wasn't expecting there to be paparazzi at the Baltimore airport. It's just, it was kind of crazy. Honestly, the whole moment was kind of crazy. I kind of thought this guy was lying to me because I'd never done this before. But then when we got there, I saw him. So I was like, okay, I think we're in the right spot. So we kind of just waited and lo and behold, out walks the four girls from Little Mix. And it was literally such an overwhelming moment because there were so many people there like mobbing them and trying to get them to sign stuff and photographing them and everything. They wouldn't stop. But also I think they were running late to the radio station. So their security also would not let them stop. So we were all four of us were like running beside them, trying to get pictures with them. And they were honestly so sweet. They were so nice. They were more than happy to take selfies with us they they wanted to stop but like obviously they couldn't and so we followed them down the escalator and i had them sign something of mine that i brought that i wanted to get signed for them and then i think when they got to the bottom of the escalator they were waiting out on the curb and their car wasn't there yet so we did get a little bit more time with them there and i i did get a photo with leanne i think like actually posing but yeah what do you remember from this (laughs) i remember us waiting there like waiting for them to like walk out and then we saw them walking out and that's when everything really started happening and it also felt so hectic because you have four people from the band and then you have four of us trying to get photos with every single person so it's like four on four really and like us trying to trade off and like talk to like each single person while like moving and on the go and mostly just like a lot of it is kind of crazy like in society how selfies became such a huge thing like you'd rather take selfies than a real photo and now I feel like it's the opposite now like selfies aren't like the thing to do anymore no I I never liked taking selfies with I anybody selfies. I met well when, when I met like a celebrity well it was like more like celebrities would be like let's take a selfie because you can just like click keep walking and keep moving while you're doing that instead of like someone asking someone to take a photo of you guys and like standing there and like waiting so 
they're definitely asking us like to take more selfies. I kind of remember being disappointed by one of the girls a little bit like of their attitude or maybe it's like I felt like they like couldn't hear me and they like kept walking and I was like I can't remember who it was though. I will say it wasn't Perry but I can't remember which one was I was like I'm very sensitive so it also probably just could have been like nothing and she couldn't have not heard me. It was really it was a hectic situation honestly. Yeah so I can't fully blame them but like a teenage girl feeling like kind of like eh about someone that you're like trying to like get a photo from and that you look up to is not great experience. I remember that being hectic and I remember watching the paparazzi with them and thinking like oh that is just like awful. Like the questions they're trying to ask them like like in their face like funny following them I was like I understand fans trying to follow you in an airport just to get photos real quick honestly if it was one celebrity like if it was just I don't know just one person like Selena Gomez I would it felt like it would have went really well like quick photo thank you so much bye but like four people it was really overwhelming trying to get every single member yeah and in addition to the four of them they had so many people on their team that were trying to keep them safe obviously and try to keep us back so it was just a lot of people we were walking through the airport everybody was looking at us because they were probably like what who the fuck is what the hell is going on because it was crazy but um i'm glad that we got to meet them there i'm glad it wasn't at the radio station because i do remember looking up photos on twitter from what was happening at the radio station and there were hundreds if not honestly a couple thousand people outside this radio station and if you've ever been to a radio station they're literally just in small office buildings with normal parking lots they're nothing special really and there was just hundreds of people all in this parking lot it would it would never happen they didn't meet anyone there because it was just way too many people so they i think they literally saw them get out of the car and go in and then get back in the car and leave so that would have sucked but also i had rehearsal in the afternoon for my senior show so i remember literally going from the airport going home and then rushing to rehearsal so i wasn't late what's also really funny is it wasn't right away. I almost want to say it was like a month later because I definitely know it wasn't like within the same week. We found paparazzi photos that we were included in. Oh my God. Yeah. I think I still have them. I don't know if you want me to post any of them because... <laughs> we both look awful. We both have crazy hair, I believe. I had red aerial hair. Yeah. And I don't know. I just looked like a damn... I look so bad. I hate all my early photos with celebrities because I just look so young and so terrible. Yeah, I don't love the little mixed photos that I took. I look scared in one of them, but I mean, it was overwhelming. Now that I think about it, every time I've met little mix, it's always been in a a crazy situation where I've only been able to get selfies. I've never had a calm moment with them, which sucks because they never come here anymore. That was really fun. And that was our first experience together. Was it? I think it was. I think that was the first one. I think that was before this next one. Maybe this one was first. But the next one that we met together was Cher Lloyd. Does anyone remember her? I thought she was going to be so big. I mean, she was at her time and I loved her. I loved her. She was big at her time. She was like big for a song. She was a one hit wonder. Yeah, for sure. But I really did like her first album and her second album that came out a few years later. I got to see her perform at Universal Orlando during Mardi Gras, and I loved that. This one was super random. She was also coming to the States for a radio tour. I'm assuming for Once You Back, I think, her big single. But she randomly announced that they were coming to a radio station in Harrisburg, 
Pennsylvania, which is a really, really random town that is like less than an hour away from where it's we not grew a up. Random town. It's literally the capital of Pennsylvania. It's a random town for a celebrity to come to to like a I radio guess station. So, but like you're like, it's this random town in Pennsylvania. Like it's the capital of Pennsylvania. It's this small city called New York, and nobody's ever been there before. <laughs> no, but she was also coming to a radio station for a promo meet and greet or something like that. And once again, we couldn't get inside to like actually see the performance and meet her inside. And it was our senior skip day. I don't think it was. I just yes, remember it, was. it snowed. It was. It, it was our senior skip day because we talked about like, oh, what did everyone else do for their senior skip day? Oh, yes. Okay. It was our senior skip day. My mom was like re- hesitant to even let me stay home from school, which I was so annoyed. I was like, I'm not going to school, mom. I will be the only one there and it'll be so embarrassing. And it also snowed really bad that morning. So the roads were really bad. They hadn't been paved yet or um, they hadn't been plowed yet. And I literally had to beg her to let me drive us to Harrisburg in the icy conditions to meet Cher Lloyd. And we went and it was super low key. We were the only ones outside waiting because who the fuck else cares enough to do this? And yeah, I think we literally sat in our car until we saw her pull up and then we saw her get out of the car and we like walked up and just said, hey, I think she met us before or maybe she said like, oh, I'll get you after. Mm. I think I mean, it was we didn't before. Wait. No, yeah, it was before she yeah, like, was before. right up to us. She signed my CD and she took photos with us and she was really, she was really sweet. I remember she, she, really compl- nice. she complimented my tattoo I think my tribal clef tattoo because she also has a tribal clef on her hand that's like really big, different than mine. I didn't copy her. <laughs> um, but no, she was really, really sweet. And she had blue hair at the time. And I was like obsessed with her blue hair. Yeah, I liked meeting her. She was really nice. And I feel like she was just down to earth and like was like, yeah, take a photo and like kind of like talking a little bit and then like went inside. So I thought it was a good experience. Yeah, she was really nice. I also met her a few years later like i said at mardi gras and once again she was really really nice and she took she took time to meet like me and a bunch of my other friends that were there she talked to us and she was really sweet i really appreciate her being so nice the next one is the one that i think is that we met together so honestly it's such a blur to me this experience but we went to go meet joe jonas like it was like guaranteed to meet him and I honestly don't remember the details because you invited me and I remember all I remember is like staying up most of the night. And then I remember I did my hair and took a whole bunch of selfies and like felt really good and picked out like a nice dress and we went to go meet him. Yeah, I remember exactly what it was. It was random as fuck. Years ago in 2012, I just looked it up because I honestly forgot a lot about it. He was a mentor on this singing show called The Next. And it was him, Gloria Estefan, John Rich, whoever that is, and Nelly. And they were all mentors on this show. And they were coming to Baltimore, to the theater in Baltimore, the Hippodrome, to film auditions or something like that. And so for some reason, they teamed up with Cricket Wireless to do meet and greets all around Baltimore. It was he did one, Nelly did one, and I think the other two also did one all on the same day. And you literally just had to show up and wait in line and you could meet him. It was like an autograph signing. It wasn't a formal meet and greet or anything. Yeah, they were like, 
you can't take photos. And I think we try to take photos of each other like up there to prove that we met him. You know, him standing there getting his autograph and then me standing there getting his autograph. But I don't think we like fully accomplished it. Yeah, I don't think so. It was it was such a weird situation. It was in a Cricket Wireless store. So I don't know, just picture like a phone store and there's a table at the front where Joe Jonas is standing and you go up and get an autograph. So weird. I don't even remember who we went with. It wasn't just the two of us. No, it was just two of us. I thought there was someone else with us. No, there's someone else with us for Cher Lloyd. Queen Latifah was a producer on this show. What the fuck? Why wasn't she doing meet and greets? Yeah. Yeah. All I remember is we went to go to McDonald's afterwards. And I think we either attempt, we got there just in time to get breakfast or they said, oh, like we're just switching over so we can't do it. I remember McDonald's because I remember either being excited that we were getting breakfast or disappointed that they wouldn't give us breakfast. Something. Either way, it was was such a random day. Like, honestly, I can't believe I remembered that but when we were thinking about the ones that we did together i was like remember that time we met joe jonas which just blows my mind because you know people try to like have fun facts and they're like i've met that person as like their fun fact and then you have friends that like love a certain artist and i'm like i always forget that i met joe jonas because it was just so like quick and i don't really have like a photo and we got this like autograph thing for the show i think and i bet i still have it i have a whole folder with all my autographs from everybody i don't think i have it i'm trying to be less what would you say <laughs> just collecting things that don't need to be collected this isn't clutter caitlin it is this is joe what am i gonna do with signature. it <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so random so weird and the last one that we wanted to talk about, which was a fucking flop. It was an attempt. And also, I'm glad we didn't do it. But at the same time, it was awful. It was so stupid. And I hate that we even have to talk about him because neither of us can stand him anymore. We're not fans. But years ago, we went to try and meet Ed Sheeran. He was coming to Baltimore. All of our stories are in Baltimore because that was the only place that people ever came to near us. Uh, He was coming to Baltimore at this venue called Ram's Head Live. I think it was for a radio show. It wasn't his headlining show because it would have been inside if it was. It was for some radio thing. Yeah. I either think we couldn't get tickets or we didn't want to see everyone. We just wanted to see Ed Sheeran. I can't really remember. It was hella sold out and impossible to get tickets to because I think we would have gone if that had not been the case. So we said, let's go. And try and meet him. It shouldn't be that hard. I know the venue. I've met people there before. It's really small. And we figured everybody will be inside. So we'd have a better chance of getting him when he arrives. Because it was like a, a festival sort of thing. There was a bunch of different artists performing. And so we got there so early. Oh my god. We got there hours before he was even going to be there because i didn't know what time he was going to show up yeah we kind of just hung around i think we were near the harbor and uh, what i really do remember is meeting these two to three girls that also were attempting to meet him and we were talking and we follow each other on twitter i don't know i don't remember this really i do because sometimes they still like my stuff and oh my we- god who are they reveal yourselves <laughs> i'll try to find them I'll try. I'll go through my following followers list and see if I can find at least one of them. But we're talking because I remember we all when we saw Ed, we all went for it. I'm trying to like stage this setup. He was performing at the stage outside, and it was literally the back side of the stage was the street. 
It was the sidewalk and then the street. So that's how you entered. That was how you got into the the backstage area. So we were like, he's going to pull up here. He's going to get out. Because I think the way that it was working was he was literally going to show up, get out of the car, walk on stage, do his set, and then leave. There, there was nothing else really going on. So we were like, we need to be here when he gets here and stop him. So I also think there might have been two doors. And we were like... There was. Okay. There was two doors, Caitlin. Oh, <laughs> was there two doors? <laughs> um, so we're waiting here all damn day, and I'm searching all over Twitter, like met Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran Baltimore, seeing if anybody has seen him or what he's doing. And so we find out that he's at another event. He was at like a casino near Washington, DC doing a show, an acoustic set there. And I was like, it was in a mall. It was like a casino in a mall weird setup whatever but i was like are you kidding me if i had known this we, we could have just gone there it probably would have been easier but we found out on twitter we saw like people p- posting pictures of his car leaving the parking lot there so we were like he's on his way so if we were like out if we were like in a restaurant or something we came out to the street and we were waiting in the beating sun i remember that it was like sunset and it was so hot so we're waiting by this door that we assume that he's going to go in and we see one of those big black SUV um, vans pull up and it pulls up a little bit down, a little bit further down the street, maybe like 20 or 30 feet away from us where there was another door and we didn't know, like, we didn't know what to do. So like we slowly started like inching our way over there and then literally before we could even blink the door opens so fast he gets out and runs inside like we it happened so fast we couldn't even take a breath brian took off running and i like attempted to go after him and he was already gone and i don't know if he just like saw people there because we definitely weren't the only people that were sitting there like i said we had met two or three people we were discussing with and attempting to meet ed they were attempting to meet ed like this used to be i mean i will be interested post-pandemic if it's still such a huge thing of people waiting to try to meet celebrities kind of like knowing where they're at and trying to get their chance to meet someone that they admire but yeah he just like took off running I don't know if maybe he was late I don't know if he didn't want to meet us but I feel like someone said Ed and was trying to get his attention and he didn't care at all (laughs) it was literally so fast we were so fucking pissed we didn't even feel like staying to wait afterwards because we felt like afterwards everybody from inside the concert would be waiting outside and it would just be a mess and he was also probably gonna run right back into the van and leave as soon as he was done and we had already been like we got there early because i think we were trying to figure it all out because we didn't know where he was prior until you found out And we kind of just made like a day of it. Like, I think I remember us getting like lunch, but we had been there for a while. Like, I think we were just like, fuck this. We're ready to go home. Yeah. So after our defeat, we just left because what the hell else were we going to do? So thanks a lot, Ed Sheeran. It was a hot day and you could have said hi for two seconds. Yeah. And I don't know. I I don't think he's very nice to fans. I've seen a lot of like videos of him meeting people. Yeah. I think he was in the beginning. He really was personable. Stories in the beginning. I haven't actually heard negative stories about him. He just doesn't stop anymore. I, I just think that in the beginning, you know, he was trying to establish a fan base and he was a lot nicer to people, especially during his first two albums, I'd say. But now that he's like done stadium tours and stuff, he doesn't really stop for people anymore and doesn't really interact with anyone. Well, the weird thing to me is the huge privacy factor that he wants, because especially over here in the U.S., it just comes with the territory. He's always like 
posting like I'm taking a social media break I'm taking this and then he expects to make music and be like huge like Taylor Swift and expects this amount of privacy which I'm like you sometimes just can't get so maybe do what you said you're gonna do and once your wife has a baby leave (laughs) if only it was that easy but that's the four that we wanted to talk about this week we're definitely gonna do more of these I I know Caitlin has some of her own and I have tons of my own because my list exceeds hers. <laughs> but yeah, uh, one of my favorite pastimes, meeting celebrities. One of your favorite past pastimes. Yeah, I don't do that anymore. But that's it. Do you have anything else to say about these people? Well, we could always rate them like on a scale from like 10 the experience and honestly i don't have anyone that was like beyond great meeting i think it's really hard to be impactful sometimes with meeting like i only have one person that comes to mind where i had just a beyond great meeting with them that stays with me so and they're not on this list and it's something we could talk about further but little mix was just very hectic to me very hectic and and personable of experience so i'd probably give that like a five out of ten share lloyd was like a 7 out of 10 just because she was nice and it wasn't as hectic. It felt like we had accomplished something, but it still wasn't, oh my gosh, like I can't believe that we met this person, yada, yada, yada. Joe was like 2 to 3 out of 10, not to his own fault, but it was just so quick. Great guy, I assume. I couldn't have been told, you know? Yeah. Uh, Ed Sheeran, negative 7 out of 10 because it was a hot day and I fucking hate when it's hot out. Yeah, I'm going to give Cher Lloyd and Little Mix an eight just because I was really excited to meet them and I'm glad that I did. I'm glad that I got to at least have an experience with them. Joe Jonas, I'll give a five just because it was a stupid autograph signing and they're always rushed and pointless. And then Ed Sheeran, yeah, negative 20 because it was a waste of a day. We spent so much time out there. Yeah, it was so annoying. And I understand you don't owe anything to anyone. It was not like we had like paid for like a meet and greet but it did feel like kind of like a swerve and avoidance to me the way that he like ran in there so quickly because I don't think he was late. I mean, maybe he could be, I don't know his life, but at the same time you could stop for photos or just be like, I'm so sorry guys, got to keep going. (laughs) But anyway, that's all we got for this week's episode. Who knows what we're going to do next week. We haven't even, we haven't thought that far ahead. (laughs) I'm going to manifest breaking news again. (laughs) Okay. I mean, hopefully, hopefully something we thought we can talk about housewives new trailer beverly hills yes i'm excited for that okay everyone thank you so much for listening if you like our podcast make sure that you subscribe so you can be sure to listen to all our new episodes leave us a rating leave us a review if you want you can follow us on social media our instagram is incredibly iconic podcast and until next week we will see you all soon bye everybody bye